Yellow and I don't mean the color. You're on the pod with Hannah. What's going on? Welcome back to Bards of New York, an actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. We would like to thank you for listening and encourage you to support us by telling a friend, finding us on social media, and watching us live on Twitch, Mondays at 6.30 p.m. EST. We appreciate all of your help and we love you. Now, on to the show. Heavy-hitting episode of Bars of New York. This is going to mark session episode four of Act Two. For oh no, not the entire. Done it so again. <laughs> we're doing we're doing great great work. We're winning today. Um, Amazing. Yeah, this is episode four of Act Two of the Regulus campaign. Thank you guys for joining us today. Whether it is live today on Twitch for those of you there, thank you. We'll be uh, combing through tracks as we go, and also thank you to you guys who listen to podcasts or watch on YouTube later. On, um, gonna be a nice session today. You guys have just leveled up. Um, it's a new world. What is it? Level sixteen? Am I crazy? Indeed. Level sixteen. Mm-hmm. You, this is you are really close to getting to some top tier abilities. Some of you may have already breached some of those. Um, I've, <laughs> I've breached something. I'm multi-class. So cool. Right. So, I'm multi-class so you'll so never feel that. Yeah. When you when you multi-class, you just you kind of yeah give that up. Yeah. Um, a little. You still gain a lot. Right. You, I mean, that's the whole point. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. We'll be we'll be having these newly powered up individuals wander through the woods shortly. But before we get to that, just as usual, some fun announcements, some average cool announcements here. First of all, if you haven't jumped on our Discord, please do so. Not only for the usual things uh, that I always ramble on about, right? Like community feeds, where a lot of our content comes out. It's where our whole community chatting about what we're doing throughout each week. Um, but especially for the next few weeks as things change, uh, as, as we may or may not be having some uh, some people showing up on the stream who haven't been on it for a while, some new guests, some exciting things are happening. And first wind of that is going to be coming through our Discord. Definitely jump on there. Find us on Instagram. It's where a couple of our giveaways have happened. It's where we do a lot of our own sort of posts throughout the week. Um, I know I just got commissioned, I commissioned Carlos Procreations, who we've uh, worked with before, to, um, I've got a dice set coming down, which should be here before Wengers is done, so that, that's going to be fun, I'm going to throw that up on Instagram before the day, or before the, uh, the campaign is out. So find us on there, if you have the means, subscribe on Twitch as well, it's uh, where we can provide ourselves with some, some stellar upgrades from the support that you guys have shown us in the past, it's where these fancy new cameras have come from, which I think mm-hmm. are already pulling their weight. Because um, Lord knows I'm not. <laughs> this is going to be a great session. Um, uh, I think to add it to the list of regular... Are you serious, my guy? What? If I... That sounded like you just blasted the opening bars of I'm, I'm Alive. No, it was, the opening, it was the opening bars of um, Blue Oyster Cult. Um... Don't fear the reaper. That's cute. It was. I think, I think that I was, song. I was posting. Is an homage to that, though. Yeah, I think. I was posting on Instagram for the 
stream and then one one of the yeah okay great that's just stellar work um right i think i was going to say to add to our regular announcements because it is going to be a regular thing definitely if you haven't uh checked out some of our friends over at legends of Alos, uh our own esteemed hannah Minchu is now a permanent resident over in those woods over there so do check Yeet. them out they stream on sunday afternoons am i correct yes sundays uh 12 p.m pacific 3 p.m eastern and if you're in between there it's you know, whatever, in between. 8 slash 9 p.m. GMT. 12 p.m. Pacific. <laughs> um, if you're confused, figure it out. Maybe move. It's called Google. I don't know. It's, it's called Google. Maybe move to a host where Give time makes more Google. sense. Yeah. Right. So, it, it, we have a world to come back to. And before we jump back down to Regan's Prime, we have to pull our tarot cards today. Oh, Jesus. Tell our fortunes in the smoking crate of the Futurist Bunker, and it is Hannah Minch's turn. Please, what do the fates have in store for us today? Not that one. Funny. No, that one. <gasps> what do we have, what do we have, what do we have? <gasps> the Lovers! Lovers. Ooh. Ooh. The Varric. BioM made that choice when they said the Lovers were going to be just Varric's bare chest, right? <laughs> with <laughs> his... With the, <laughs> with well, the crossbow. It's Varric and Bianca, right? That's, it's his big love affair. That's fair. Um, oh, exactly yeah. It's his one true love. It's why you can't romance him. He's always stuck with Bianca. This card is a classic. It represents entanglement. It represents duality. It represents... Um, uh, it can represent, like, selflessness or deep selfishness. It's sort of like the Gemini of all of the tab major arcana. Mm-hmm. Right? That's sort of how we can think of it. So with the... Uh, the bifold of duality hanging over our, our shoulders here. Let's entangle ourselves back down in the world of Regulus Prime. Okay? So, last session, you guys fought, ran, scrambled, and clawed your way out of a futurist bunker that you had tracked uh, that large construct's tracks to. Um, Terra and Angelo, you guys were in the control room, fending off Vindictus's efforts to transport what seemed to be an unfinished version of that same construct back into the room to continue hunting you down. And you did so by breaking the main transportation console, which forced Vindictus to take action by overloading the bunker, forcing it to implode. Meanwhile, <laughs> Ignis had their hands full dealing with the sort of rising tomb guard from the barracks portion of this bunker that uh, you handily sort of dodged up, dipped, dived, and dodged away from, but they continued to infect you with their own sort of ignited might. Uh, and you fought bravely, you held them off until your friends arrived to provide some support and get you all out of this collapsing star of a bunker. You all teleported out, whether through Dimension Door or through a planar sigil, uh, and found your ways to the crater outside, where you rested in a the, uh, the little tiny hut here, um, leveled up while Terra was visited by Ishtava, yeah. informing you that uh, whispers, some hints had been found that perhaps some trace of the final lich of the God Killer Coven was up uh, in a valley known as Dragonhorn, up in the Dragonspine Mountains. 
Uh, and this is where we find ourselves today. As the sun rises in the east, that sort of glimmering moat that so many people on Regulus uh, send their devotion towards. As the first rays of light bleed through the eastern uh, ray of the, or the eastern verge of the forest far off. Um, oh. Um, making a lot of noise. Oh, really? Sorry. Well, that's, uh, that's it for you. <laughs> um, as you guys find yourself in the, what is known as the Calatian Grove, this large uh, sort of forested land uh, in the state, the Calatine state, the Rising sun rays sort of wend and bleed their way through the wisps of smoke that still hover in the air languidly from this crater where the bunker used to be. Uh, as these eight hours pass and the tiny hut, your dome, Angelo, sort of fades away into wisps of magic and light as the two of you awaken and Terra, you sort of energize yourself, right? Having had quite the evening. Yeah, the, the, the smut book closes yeah. for the night, right? For the morning. So, uh, with the smell of charcoal and burnt leaves in the air, the morning is yours in the wood. You hear crickets and, and, and birds sort of waking with you uh, in the greater wood itself. What do you guys want to do? Wipe the sleepies from your eyes. Java gave us a path. And I'm sorry, I'm still dead from yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> sure. You look dead. Thanks. Were we on a path already? Uh, no. Well, I mean, we were doing the stuff for the coalition. Now, Ishtava says that they found a cult up in the mountains. That might be where the last lich is. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just get stitches. It's a couple it, mountains. It is eight in the morning. I'm sorry, I need to start the day with that. Are you okay? No. I mean, I'm in so much pain. Uh, what? Strange question, but I promise you it leads somewhere. Do you still have most of your battle gear on, or do you like doff it and don it? I know in, in the rules you're supposed to, but how do you do? You wear it to uh... well, <clears throat> gear wise, armor wise, Ignis does not wear. Sure, uh, sure, but like armor. how much? How much of your like adventuring battle gear do you wear when you are in a rest mode? Just the just the short sword is like nearby. Mm-hmm. Other than that, sure. So you can see some fairly fresh scars on uh, on Ignis here. Not just like, you know, the classic battle scars, but some new sort of like warped, almost those strange steam burn sort of marks um, that now both pairs of siblings have. Uh, indicative of the the plague, the infection, whichever, whichever brand of uh, viral work has been going on here. Healed in a short-term sense. So are we doing that now, or did we use the little, like, fork thing and see if there's still some sort of, you know what I mean, remember the, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let's 
do that, and if that's not happening anymore, I guess we did it? Right? Do I... we have to go back to the city and tell them we did it? I did or should it we... last night, and it did lead somewhere else, but... Yustava told me that the afterlife is unraveling. That sounds... So that means... Seems to me that things won't die. Um, I don't know if it's gonna be like the day of the undead, but or undeath, whatever that holiday is. But uh, it didn't seem like they were pleased about it, and it seemed kind of urgent. So. What's our fastest way? What is our fastest way to you? Do you want to so, teaching Do we? Uh, as far as... You would have a teleportation circle in your... In your book. But it's not... it. It's like the other point of the isosceles yeah. triangle, right? So if you're in the woods on the western side, you have a teleportation circle that would take you way, you have a couple, but the one that's relevant is up sort of in the like east-northeast. Um, so it would take you laterally and a little horizontally, but not any closer necessarily to Dragonhorn. As far as which way is the fastest goes, do any of you have like a, a any of you proficient in like cartography or map making or navigation or anything like that? Not in the least. No. <laughs> I don't even have to look to know I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Just like, not my bag, fam. <laughs> Great. Great. Okay. That simply. You might as well be in a wood anywhere. Yeah. Right? You could be mm -hmm. in, like off the coast somewhere in the middle of nowhere and it would make no difference. Like Hannah, <laughs> Tara cannot find her way out of a paper bag. <laughs> That's, That's fucking funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, in that case, if none of you necessarily do it, I will have each of you roll me an intelligence, uh, a wisdom saving throw. Oh, thank God. Mm. Can I be intelligent? No. Has more to do about, like, self-awareness and, and presence in the world. Good start. I rolled a three. Roll a three? <laughs> yeah, you're thinking about the hobbly old witch who met you last night, uh -huh. more so than where you are. And on, where on that the cane went. Yeah. And how that cane went. <laughs> it's a 20, but make it filthy. <laughs> 20, make it filthy. Dirty 20, feel nasty, gray hair. And for you? 11. 11. So, you're aware, Ignis, that uh, just based on your exploits off the coast and business you've done up and down the mortal states, that the northern trading route, the big main trade road that you sort of briefly crossed before, that travels sort of uh, parallel to the the uh, coalition rail, mm -hmm. that is reliable. You have exploited it on a number of occasions. You know how to, to work it, sure. uh, and more to the point now that you're heroes, if you could, you could even potentially stop at Fort Azor, the military base up in uh, Keitel, and potentially like bargain for an escort or some kind of transport or whatever it was yeah. that seems fairly quick as far as you're concerned Angelo just by sort of feeling it 
familiar familiarity with the area and your passage through this wood so far and generally a sense of how big this forest must be you get the sense that if you cut through the wood you could potentially seriously cut down on travel time to, to sort of breach the mortal states and end up somewhere at the base of the mountain range. Do I know... Do I know these woods? Not particularly well. Okay. Other than they're woods, right? Right. Well, I relay this. I also tell you guys, I have no idea what dangers are in these woods, but I do know that this could be a potential shortcut to our destination. Let's do it. Ignis, are you prepared for any and all dangers? <clears throat> yep. Let's feel great. It. Okay. Yeah? I Just poke a bruise. Of which there are many to choose from. <laughs> you, you, you feel a glare underneath the sunglasses. Oh, you see some sunglasses on? You're like a hungover teenager. Okay, I just great. want to be clear that sunglasses in this world are absolutely and only like the Ozzy Osbourne shades, right? <laughs> Exclusively. I mean, I already said that they were like John Lennon. Yeah, like. yep, yep. As stylish as it gets. Uh, okay, so we're gonna brace ourselves to trek northwards, like north-northwest through the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that 20, I'll say you don't, you know that you generally want to keep further north through the woods, because if you go too northwest in the woods and get lost, you could end up somewhere in the hot wilds. And that is... You still have... They're here. Oh, okay. They're, they're hitched to a tree somewhere. I mean, you, you guys left them right here when you went. And, yeah, and we did the smart thing and walked them back the from the hole. We're going to save the tree. Yeah. yeah. We're going to say that you're, they're fine. They're fine, okay. I'm not going to I'm not gonna wreck these three horses from you. They've been traveling with you for as long as you've been traveling with each other. Basically. What is it, Drew? Drew percentage. Uh, Drew, Ophelia, Ophelia, and Precious. Precious. Those, that, that is like the perfect uh, microcosm of the three types of D&D players. D&D players who play for self-actualization, D&D players who play to be funny, and D&D players who write a 20-page backstory for every character. <laughs> and there is no in-between. <laughs> <laughs> which one are you? I know which one Everyone I does. Same Everyone does. I have a bit of a piece of each. Sure. Which pieces? But which one's dominant? I, 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 I don't know. So think about that one. You're telling me that you're a switch. Great. <laughs> uh, moving right along. <laughs> um, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> as you guys are player. prepping for the journey, um, is there anything particular you guys want to do? Is there anything you're focusing on? Um, if you guys want to chat, you're more than welcome to, but you have like a, let's say, an hour mm-hmm. of prep time before you guys saddle up and, and sort of make your way through the forest. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be. You, it could be just regular, sort of after the events of yesterday, um, sort of gathering your senses and, and, and moving along. That's totally fine. But if there is anything particular, I would love to hear it. Um, don't forget about your 14 temporary HP. Yeah, got it in. <sighs> so, next time we get in a fight, don't light anyone on fire. I didn't do that this time. <laughs> I've learned my lesson. Great. Let's keep with that. I'm doing my best. That path. And don't almost get poisoned to death. 
I'm the victim uh-huh. of I, both I of would these say, situations. I would say that you chose to run off on your own. Y'all were doing so you can victimize yourself in your own situation, but you left. Children. Why? <laughs> I just don't want to pick up the pieces. I would like us all to remain alive, and if we are going in the direction of the lich, we gotta be on the same level. Yes, Mom. Precious, come here. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, Ophelia. <laughs> These three horses have been sort of like grazing on some of the moss um, and grass here, and at the call of any one of their names, all three of them look up, and I can only describe it to you as if they all three inherently look so tired <laughs> of the rabble. Look up sort of like this. Oh. We need to retire these horses. Um, we run them ragged. You're saddling up? Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Okay. You saddle up, you gather your things, you unhitch the horses from the trees, and head up your way. I will say, as you guys trot through this underbrush beneath the canopy as the light still sort of wends in. It's clearly early morning. I'm talking like seven at the most. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. Moving northwards is a little trickier than as you came into the forest from the west moving eastwards. The trees are more densely packed north to south than they are east to west. So it's just sort of, you can't move quite as fast as you could before, but it's still easier to push through than it would be if you were following. It's like taking the the hypotenuse of the triangle, right? Mm. If you're moving up this way, whereas with the road, you'd have to go this way and this way, right? But it's slow going, as far as forest movement has gone. Um, you haven't had to do a ton of forest trekking in your time. It's mostly been through plains and fields uh, and trains um, and one mine. Uh, so it's a nice change of pace. Mm-hmm. The sounds of, you know, natural life are abundant. The only sound that interrupts that very occasionally is the distant thrum of the coalition rail sort of humming magnetically as it crosses somewhere. But it's so far off you can't see it and only hear a distant rumble. Other than that, you can hear like brush crackling and leaves sort of rustling as things move around you, bird song, a little animal call here and there. <clears throat> I need all three of you to pick a number between one and ten. Three. Eight. <clears throat> Eight. Hannah, do you have a coin? Mm-hmm. Put I do. Put a coin for me, please. Is it because it's always three with you because you can't pick thirteen? No, this was three this time. It's three a lot of the time. It's not always three. It's mostly three because I don't want to pick seven. Because that's what they always say people pick. 50 pence? 50 pence. Tails. Tails? Cool. I will have 
First of all, uh, are you all in a, uh, like, sort of moving as horizontally, as unilaterally as you can? Are you in a marching order? How are you moving? Is anyone navigating for you? Not Terra. I'll navigate. I'll take the lead. Okay. I'm fairly good directionally. I'll I'll take us the rear. Sort of watching, like, in case there's anything coming at you, in case there's any, like, sudden, random constructs appearing. Uh... Can you roll me a nature check? Uh, survival check. Uh oh. Natural one. <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh. I fall asleep. <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. Um, I'm so tired from the day before that I'm just like... You fall off your horse, much like a no, Jamie and Outlander I, does yeah, in the I, first episode. No, I, I keep on. Uh, you guys go for a, a couple hours through this way with Ignis, you sort of pointing out like, okay, mm-hmm. north, north, north. Veer to the left. You know, just giving some, like, you know, you feel fairly confident. In fact, the longer you go, the more absolutely sure you're like, you know what, fuck going just north. We're going to head northwest. We're going to get right there to the base of exactly where we need to be at the edge of the mountains. And it's only after about two hours of, like, sort of steady trotting through the forest that you all realize the trees have completely changed. Mm, I don't like. Uh, in that they are no longer multiple separate trees. They all, the roots breach the ground and are interwoven with each other. The leaves have changed from sort of like oaken kind of chestnut leaves to these sort of twisted, almost evergreen, pine-like uh, needles. The, the, the foliage of the forest has changed. But thanks to Ignis's steadfast navigation, you're assured you are moving in the right direction, at least for a moment. Angela? Will you roll me two d20s? Ignis, I'm so proud of you and your navigating skills. Mm-hmm. You know, Dad would be proud. I mean, I spent so much time on the sea. 18 and 10. 18 and 10. Do you navigate by the stars, or is it by uh, landmarks, or like wind? Ah, yes, the stars. Not good. No, I mean, I... I usually just go by, like, where the sun is. Uh-huh. So I guess that's a star. The sun is definitely not that visible. <laughs> so, where's the sun right now? I don't know, Tara. Um, where does the sun usually go during the day? In the sky, but oh, you well. say you're navigating by the sun. <laughs> do you want to Do you want to lead? You no, take I the... really don't. I'm okay, just... then, yeah, well... <laughs> Uh, here we fucking are. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't even, I don't even know what to say. Uh, give me one second here. Are we getting here. some, like, the, the, what are they called, the heart wilds or something? So, Oops. you guys are into this sort of, like, much sort of denser, greener, richer forest, and it's mm-hmm. as this conversation about the sun is going on that this sort of wind 
rustles past you, and you can all, it's like this beautiful, refreshing wind, but as it rustles through the trees, some of the trees glitter a little bit briefly with bioluminescence as the wind passes. And then as the wind goes, the bioluminescence stops, but as that rustling passes around you, the trees, it feels like a weird optical illusion. You know when you look at a spiral for too long, and then you look at your hand and your hand looks like it's sort of swishing and swirling? It kind of has the same perceptive feel as that. The trees sort of wend and move in place, except they move a little bit. And they shift around you, and just sort of reallocate. And the path that you've taken doesn't really look like it did. And as you're still moving forward, this is when... to the wrong bag of mushrooms? I was thinking, are we on drugs? (laughs) (laughs) It's the fever. I keep keep the one bag of herbs in the one pouch. And then the other one... (laughs) I may have mixed the chicken with the pouches. Uh, Angelo, as the path sort of shifts around you and you take a look behind you... A small, it's not even a clearing, it's just like a slightly less dense copse of trees behind you, sort of becomes exposed. And you see right there, where there wasn't anything before, semi-camped in this copse of trees are two figures. They don't seem to have noticed you exactly, but they are suddenly there when they weren't there before. Uh, From the... One of them is like this bald individual, these little geometric tattoos all over their head. Um, again, it's a little, a little far away to get details about what their face looks like, but sort of masculine in, in structure, um, wearing these it's like half chainmail, half robes for the top part. The second one, a slightly more angular in nature, uh, hair done up in like a semi. It's like half a mohawk, half a uh, an updo of some sort. Um, similar, like, robed armor for the, the top plate. The distinguishing feature for both of them is from the waist down, it's just this beautiful, thick, coiled, uh, white-scaled tail. And you have never seen such an individual before. clearing over here, and I'm trying to keep us quiet so I don't alert them. I want you guys to see this. I've never seen anything like it before. Never seen a person? No, it's more than a person. Is it something that they're doing? It's... uh, Would you come here and look? I can give you a couple books that'll show show you a lot of... teach you a lot of things. Don't worry about it. Just open them and read. Just come and look at what I'm looking at. Okay. Trot over, uh, and you see them too. These two figures, sort of like camped, these long, like beautiful tails coiled up, so that they're sort of sitting, like mulling over some kind of small, like floating campfire. Clearly talking to each other. So one of them, the is looking around, the one with hair, um, pointing a couple things out. Um, We're just having some mic issues. Oh, Sorry. Joyful. It goes in a, a figure eight pattern, so it needs to be. 
position is supposed to face this side. This side doesn't pick up much. So it's this in front of this is what Jane was telling me. Here, put it in the middle. Let's see if that helps. Please stand by. Thank you very much. Okay, yes, Brandy, there is. Thank you, Sky, for bringing this to our attention. Yeah, it might be a chord problem. We love talk about talk about issues we have in person. Uh huh. On the fly. <laughs> on a the different fly. problem every time. Technical Let us know if it gets better as we problem. fix this. Thank you for letting us know. Uh. Yeah, they are. This well. They, they seem sort of engrossed, I but do. they, I assume you've, you've also been brought to attention in this matter, right? Are you, are you, pay, are you yeah, trying to... Yeah, I'm like sitting on the horse, so behind yeah. these two. Um, yeah, they, they're quite, they're self-contained, they're again seemingly com looking up the, the canopy a little bit, dealing with each other. Uh, they are both absolutely armed very much so armed. Um, each of them has some kind of bladed weapon hovering behind their back somewhere. I dismount. Okay. And I... I walk into the room. You just walk straight up towards them? I, I, I kind of say, Morning! The Smile. They in like immediately like their tails almost react instinctively before the upper parts of their bodies do. They sort of swivel back in place and up, raise a little bit. Uh, weapons not exactly drawn; they're just sort of braced. Uh, mouths in a little bit of a grimace. Their faces, uh, on a closer inspection, look a little, um, a little he who must not be namedy. Snake. Right, their <laughs> sunken eyes, slitted nose sockets, and lipless mouths. Cool, 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 cool. Oh, hey, hi. Sorry, um, we're just a little lost. I mean, I, I, I know that you're we're on lost? the right track. Oh, <laughs> that's news to us, Ms. I'm following the sun. Hi! Where are we? Things are getting a little odd here. The trees! Not you! You're not odd at all. Good morning. Whoa! The one... The, <laughs> kinda! Kinda! The one with hair sort of slides a little bit closer towards you. Hands down. You are not from here? No. Are you? Looks towards the bald one. Bald one goes. <laughs> we are also not from here. It's a weird place, isn't it? The trees are kind of weird. Yes. I honestly thought that we took drugs. 
It wouldn't be the first time. No, it would Hi, hi. This is my sister. I'm the face of this arrangement. Hi, um, where are you from? We are from overseas. We came to... <laughs> Do I believe this? This is getting very what's close the, to the character the you've yeah. given us 22? that if Woody kills you, you're coming back. Yeah. <laughs> 22? 22? Uh, absolutely. They are, as far as you can tell, they are for sure from overseas. Sure. Over, what sea? There's only one big sea. I mean, if you don't yes. know anything about that one. Yes. Over that one. Huh. <laughs> well... I really only stopped because I was wondering if you guys knew where we were going. Are you guys headed towards the, uh... What is that what it's called? Dragon the Spine. Dragon spine Are you guys headed towards the Dragon Spine? Slash, can you... Do you need a Ricola? <laughs> Ricola! Those exist. The oh, old Ricola? Uh, have meant her, her. We, no, we are here to study and collect samples. Of um, what? Or who? Of the living wood. They do not have the same way they have here. Uh-huh. Yes. What do they have? What are your names? So I, I have lots of questions. First, we, we, we like questions. That is, we are here to ask. Uh-huh. We seek, seek similar things, yes? I wave Angela over if you're not already there. Yeah, I wasn't, so um, <coughs> on my way. Yeah, just so you've been like watching this. Yeah. <laughs> Taking notes, perhaps. Uh, the bald tattooed one is keeping some distance, like very like observing, definitely still like a little hesitant. Um, this one, I am Dirna. This is my... Companion Balco. Ignis. This is Tara. Over there is Angela. This is good. This is a greeting, yes? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, how do you greet people? Differently. Oh. How? How is it really there? Is it open mouth kiss somebody? Ah, uh, it is hard to say when you do not, when you do not. Uh, Why don't you show us with each other? Uh, and they sort of whip around. It, they move very quickly when they move, right? They sort of like zip around. Uh, watch them fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Uh, they do uh, what is an avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the tails, tails like the, the yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't like the doink. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> what happens, right? Um, I take notes. <laughs> they sort of, the two of them post up towards each other. They almost make opposing figure S's, right? They uh, mm -hmm. raise up towards each other. Um, one does a little bow and 
flicks their tongue out like a. Oh, jeez. And it's not a forked tongue. It's just like a long, a, a excessively long, thin, pointed tongue that like flicks out. Um, the other one does the same. You see that the one with the tattoos, when their tongue flicks out, the tongue is riddled with piercings, like lots of metal piercings. Um, I whisper to Ignis, that one gives the best blowjobs, I'm sure. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and they... That's what tongue rings are for. They, they both sort of ticks. post back, looking towards each other, their eyes like flash a little bit. Maybe that is their tick. Um, and they sort of look over to you. This is Foreman. How I mean, that makes. I feel like that's not too far away from, what in general, do. what people do, even in little. Yeah. It's formal, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> well. We gotta go, but. We are, we can we are help. on a. We think? Hmm? We. What? You, you are. You say. What is. Lost. Uh, yes. We know yeah, where are we're we going. Lost? And we know in general where we are. Do kinda. We? Sure. Where are you? sure we do. Actually, we, we are lost. Do you know Do you know where you are? Yes. Where is that? The center. Close to center. That straightens things out, doesn't it, Ignis? If you don't know. Ignis this doesn't where? know where we are. Center, center? Which no, also Ignis means... knows exactly mm, where sure, we are. Sure. Come Close on, the Ignis, center. lead the way. Is I'm this... just trying to help these foreign friends that we've met, all right? I'm sorry, I huh? think they're trying to help us. Is this the way people speak here? Two people saying different things? Just family. Ah, <clears throat> this is what you might call this a, a disagreement, right? Yes. This, that is not good. Mm, I wouldn't say it's... Healthy. Yeah, it's healthy. Friction makes fire. Mm-hmm. Mind makes fire. Not Excuse me? Um, what? But like... I think we speak across... Oh, please show me how you make fire. Please. You, you mean like, like, magic fire. I'm saying like, fire. Mm. You know what I mean? Natural. Have you never seen a fire started with using tools? Oh my god. Why would you do this? <laughs> Honestly, I'm not sure how she does it. She's very good with rocks. I throw I throw together a couple I've never sticks been able and to shit do that it. I find and, and bring out like the and just and start like a little fire. They watch intently. And Deanna looks back at the other one. And Balco sort of standing there. <laughs> 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 this is good joke. I like this joke. He sort of finally relaxes and slides up. Slides up. Like rolls up. You mean joke? It what? is meant to be amusing, yes. I mean, it's. I mean, it's kind of it's entertaining, I guess. Mm -hmm. I guess it's the more like menial way of making fire. Mm. It's practical. Not everyone what can do this... mind fire, you know? No! <laughs> good, All right. good. Uh, if you are <clears throat> me, way late in the center here, this is, so it is said, a messy place to be if you are not certain 
of the road on which you travel. It is why we prepare for coming to such a place. The center of what? You are where you go to study, yes? I feel like we would know what the the forests are like kind of around the... I think you'd be the, aware that you yeah. are probably like yeah. we, somewhere we, peripherally yeah. within the Heartwilds. We get that we're, clo- we're in the Heartwilds and like that's why it's starting to get all magical-y. Mm-hmm. So we, we know where we are. Do we, though? Yes. If you need a very... We veered a little east, and I'm sorry. The last time this happened, we were a week late to the event that I had spent weeks planning with the Coalition. It seems like none of us learned from our old mistakes. That's all I'm hearing. And now we're going to be late to kill a lich. Dina is going over and sort of like putting out the fire, sort of, kind of, by, like, eating it a little bit, uh, while Valko stays with the three of you. Uh, we are, we, we have other sights to see, we have other uh, trees to tap, uh. but if you are looking for a surefire way to get out, we could, I'm sure. <laughs> sort of looks up. I don't see why not. We could lend you one of our navigators. It would seem perhaps it is uh, perhaps a device you are not used to, but it will it will be most elucidating for you. Well, as long as it doesn't hurt Ignis's pride. Yeah, Ignis would love it. Perhaps you could be first to show people around these parts of this device. Yes, yes. Yeah, look how and we would say that it, we'd say that it comes from. Say who made it. We were not here. Why? Why? Would you like to we remain obscure? But you're so lovely. Perhaps, but it would seem... Perhaps some parts are not yet ready for... Great change. Uh-huh. For any change. Um, can I just ask you, when you say overseas, what direction overseas? It was you that said there is only one, yes? Yes. But you also understand what cardinal directions are. Yes, of course, but we do not uh, travel that way. What if I wanted to come visit your lovely world, land? You could use the navigator. Ah. Fantastic. It is a uh, perfect, a, a, a gift from our people to yours, from ours I think this is the start of a beautiful friendship. And he goes over sort of just a little bit closer to Diana. They like chatter for a moment in that strange sort of like guttural tongue uh, before she sort of reaches through some of the folds of her gear, her armor, and pulls out this like palm sized thing that is. <laughs> I can only describe it as a, like a 20-sided three-dimensional object, Mm -hmm. but instead of the 20 sides being linked together, they're all slightly separated with some, like, energy pulsing in the middle. This is some Halifax bullshit. And there are, like, carvings all over each of the sides, and it's about, like, yay big. All in this beautiful, like, gilded bronze plating with malachite inlay. It's very, like, it's refined. Yeah, it's a little bigger than that, and if the, all the little facets were separated. Mm-hmm. But that's a, that's, mm-hmm. that can be our prop. 
version of it. That's the prop table version of this thing. And they hand it over. This should be most helpful in, uh, in allowing you to travel as a way as you want to travel. Cool. Thank you. What my sister is trying to say is thank you so much. Yes. For your help. Of course. Well, maybe we'll see you again. I, I will see you again. That's a threat this and a promise. This would be a grand, a grand meeting. Okay. I would hope it would be sooner rather than later. Well, depending on how fast we get done with what we're doing, maybe we will see. Yeah. I think we'll see. Good. Yes. Great. Good. Bye-bye. Perfect. <laughs> Come on, precious. I thought that was going to be very different. And the two, they just, like, watch you go. I, they, turn, I turn around and wave. Goodbye. They give you, like, a... Deanna gives you a, a, salu, a little salutation. Balco is, uh... fiddling with something. Dick. Oh boy. What if he gave us a bomb? Uh, okay. You're riding away? Yes. Uh, Yeehaw. Alright. How are we doing this? Who's navigating? Are you using this thing? Are you trying to figure, go back the way you've come? You're, you're definitely like, you're I give clearly this thing aware that you're to somewhere. Angelo, though, because I'm like, I'm definitely magical, right? Um, I'm going to do an arcana check on it. Yeah. And investigate it. Sure. I, I like Arcana here. Uh, what are you looking for within it? Um, <clears throat> the the way that tech and magic combine in this, because that's yeah, Angela's it's like, your like thing. quirk. He likes um, to find not your quirk. Uh, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's called kink. Yeah, well, great, <laughs> great. Um, yeah, roll me that Arcana check. Shock magic. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, I mean you can't read any of the little carvings because it's like not quite script not quite runes not it's somewhere between in terms of style it doesn't look like this it's somewhere between like hieroglyphics and nordic style runes right it's it's neither one nor the other mm -hmm. um each face is a little different though they all seem to be linked with these magical threads um with 15 i will and your proficiency with magic and tech and that kind of like that that fringe this seems to be less something that has multiple functions and more something that goes on and off like okay. it looks like you can you can basically tap into it and energize that magical energy within it to cause it to do its thing or have it not do that and stay in its dormant state that it is now yeah well from this point in realizing something like that I just pour a little bit of Okay, just like, yeah. just basically turn it on. Yeah, flip that switch, baby. Um, yeah, you like sort of flicker it, you allow just sort of like channel some of that magical energy and there's that resonant sort of green, whitish aura that sort of holds all the plates together, pulses and flares and it, the plates sort of they click one, each plate clicks once, so there are these 20 clicking sounds. The thing goes and the pair of you watch Angelo disappear into energy. And the thing goes and just dunks onto the forest floor. Fuck. 
try my new feet. <laughs> Telepathy. <laughs> toss, toss. Just Jean graying it. Yep. Um, Do I sense Angelo anywhere? I send a message. Give me, let me look up telepathy as a feat, please. One second. I had it last week. But mm. Telepathic. Um, oh, the internet. My, my computer is like, there are so you many. You are able to speak telepathically to any creature as long as you share a language. You also learn... Uh, I can do detect thoughts, but that doesn't... You can speak with a creature you can see within 60 feet of you. Ooh. I'm reading. Oh, that doesn't say it that's, on D&D Beyond. At least not on the character sheet. Sometimes on the character uh, sheet. Let me, it's, it's a feat from uh, Tasha's, and I think I have Tasha's. So I'm give me one second. You have, you, when you yeah, make the see within 60 feet of you. Yep. 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 You're right. Yeah, the. Definitely not within visible or within 60 I see. feet. Let's see. Um, um, fuck, what about sending? I have that too. Uh, Angelo? You, you using sending? You doing a doing a send of sending? Yeah, I'm gonna do sending. Angelo, the fuck you is? <laughs> Angelo, you pull your energy into that thing. You see it click. It whips around you. You're enveloped by this like beautiful uh, light. Feels sort of like pins and needles washing all over your skin. It flares up. And as everything cools down, there's a cooling and then an immediate wave of humidity. As you are in a forested area, but a completely different one. The trees are much skinnier and much taller, with these like lush fronds coming from the top. The air is like wet and humid and screeching through the distance you can hear like a it's just like different cries of things and it is as you're gathering your bearings here that you a just feel in tune with everything there is a wealth of magical energy around you and you it just like feels connected with you and then you hear uh, what was it angelo where are you at to fuck you is to fuck you is of course sorry so meaning does sending work plane of existence wise? That's a good question. Because that's a big. So. I believe sending does not work on separate planes. Yeah. So does it hear it? Uh, you can send this message yeah. across any distance and even to other planes of existence, but if the target is oh. on a different plane than you, there is a five percent chance that the message doesn't arrive. Oh. You hear this message. Uh, you have twenty-five words to respond. Well, let me first find out where I'm. Where I am, I'm, I, I want to do an investigation check on, on the area. See if I okay. could, uh, know anything yeah. about this. With fifteen, it, you are just aware, sort of uh, scholastically, that this is unlike any particular biome on um, the main continent of Regulus. It's similar-ish to some of the swamps in the southwest. Um, but this is much lusher than the swamps, and these sounds are very, very, very different. You could estimate for the 15 pretty accurately, you're probably not on the mainland. I go over to the. As this is happening, I like. I kind of like. 
kick the thing. Yeah. I'm like, bring him back. Hello, Angelo. Um, I send back. Not on mainland. I used to have 25. 25 words. Words. It's not syllables. Uh, you've used three. Not on mainland. Uh, pour energy into device and join me. No. No. I. <laughs> I think you. <laughs> I think you need to get back to us. Well, I can't. We got I don't have shit to do. <laughs> you get. You got spells and shit. We got like play, play, play shifts or some shit. I'm not on different. Well, I don't know if I'm on different plane or not. Plane shift works if you're on the same plane. You can do something. I take out because of the way I cast sending because I have to write it in my book. <laughs> oh, I like. It's like um. <laughs> Tom Riddle's diary, exactly. right? Exactly, yep. The ink fades away and like it's... Or uh, do you just get a chat log? <laughs> it scrolls. <laughs> it's a code eventually expires. Like, like loop back through what you yeah. sent. I love it. I'm obsessed with that. Okay. Angelo, we have a lich to kill. How is this getting us what we want? Question mark. Do, do I know if this is closer to our destination or farther from it? If it's not on the mainland, it's definitely farther. <laughs> but... Uh, with a 15, I'll put it this way. The mountains are where things start to get cold. You are not oh, no, cold. Here. Okay. Um, I sit back. NVM. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'll just two words. <laughs> what? It's three letters. Three letters, but meaning never mind. <laughs> two words. <laughs> I'll, from this point out, in sending, in sending for never mind. <laughs> mm. I will absolutely accept acronyms, but it will count. As two words. As two words. All okay. acronyms. What's the point of using words. an acronym then? Because LOL becomes two words <laughs> as opposed to three. Fair. Uh, I will find a way back. Keep going. Okay. He just said to keep going. Is this horse still here? Yeah. Take Drew with you. <laughs> Drew, Drew just as soon as Angelo disappeared, Drew just started eating the grass. Fuck me. Drew is not how, at all concerned. How far did we go before this happened? You went like I would Are say. Are those assholes still like in the distance? Uh, <laughs> they're gone. You, they, you can't see them anymore. We've been punked. Um, yeah. What the ass? I mean, you could try and find him again. Um, okay, options. We either go, and Angelo either comes back to this spot and has to catch up, and we're down. It's just the two of us. Well, I mean, he might come back to where the thing is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me think. Let's think about this logically. It's the only way I ever think about anything. The item teleported him. But it didn't go with him. Yes. Why? 
Um, are you marking how many times you're using sending? I don't have a limited amount, I don't think. Because sending, you only get one message each before the spell expires. Uh-huh. Yeah. You have unlimited sending? Mm-hmm. From two, what? Two From, people written in the book. It's called Far Scry. Oh, yeah. Of course, right. I only have three spell slots. I gotta have something. Yeah, I forget that's like how warlocks work. It's like, I can cast these three spells, but I also have cheat codes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My sugar daddy or sugar mommy or sugar themmy has given me... Uh, I like that Sugar themmy. Like has one. given me... <laughs> oh my god. Hack, like, you know, more money code on Sims. <laughs> that's called Motherload. Sorry, it's on Spore, it's more money. Um, <laughs> it's a natural 20. A nat 20... With a total of 20. Okay, let me, since we're splitting the party cross-continent, let me focus on yeah. the end of this action here before I go to that. Mm -hmm. But keep that in mind. Regardless, I think that if he comes back, it will be through the thing, not the location. So let's tie the ball to Drew's neck. Or, like, put it in, put it in his pouch. Mm-hmm. Hook him up to you, just like hitch, hitch your horse to Drew. Uh huh. And we're just gonna keep going towards the mountains. Okay, so we'll put the ball in Drew's sack. <laughs> hey yo. We'll, we'll tie him up to me. Yes. Be careful with the ball sack though. Yeah. Okay, I will. And I'll follow you wherever you may go. I Ooh. will try. <laughs> To do a better job of navigating this time, I apologize. And Will next this... time we run into some creepy fuckers, I won't speak with them. They were nice. Um, they clearly fucked us. I. I think they were nice. Okay. I think their intentions were good. It um, didn't take us where we needed to go. Well, it's it Angelo. Him... Maybe he needed to go somewhere else. It could have been user error. It's fair. Haven't you seen that play where the young wizard tries to teleport via a fireplace and he doesn't enunciate and then he ends up where he's not supposed to be? I have seen that play. Yeah, that play. It's um, really well known. It has its rhyming flaws, though. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the playwrights are shit. Yeah. <laughs> the playwrights are shit. trouble in the mortal states, but <laughs> sure. Um, okay, so you're tying... The ball to the sack. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're just gonna keep. We're gonna on. do this on the move. Yep. Okay. So you basically like the, the horse Drew is not, you know, is is knows the pair of you is not skittish now that Angelo is gone, but just sort of like flows with the punches here. You tie it around the, the sort of harness, uh, get back on the saddle and go. I will have the pair of you collectively roll me a survival check. Mm. Okay. Okay, okay. Can I roll above ten? Barely. Great. Ba I'll take barely. That's a seventeen. Seventeen. Mm -hmm. Eleven. <laughs> okay. I'm rolling poorly. So you basically. Between the pair of you, as you're sort of getting situated back on the horses, mm -hmm. you know where you've come from. If you're in the Heart Wilds, you must have come eastwards some way. So you just direct yourselves sort of northwards again and begin to move forward. 
You are okay. sure that you're moving north, maybe slightly listing to the west to get back on track a little bit, but mm-hmm. you, you have a general sense of where you're going. Mm-hmm. Though these the trees here do continue to shift a little bit, and their root entanglement makes it, A, a little slower going, even than it was, mm-hmm. and uh, you have to be fairly fairly precise about where you're moving the horses. You can't just sort of let them go and sort of sit on autopilot. Um, Come on, Drew, you got this. <laughs> uh, with that... Precious, uh, you're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> little carrot, you know. Um, with that collective survival check, I will say, with this new slightly slower pace, a journey that in theory would have taken you about a week to get to the edge of the, uh, the Calation Grove by, like, sort of lip of the mountains, mm-hmm. uh, probably going to be closer to a week and a half, maybe two weeks. While I'm on my... Ava just barked. I've never... <laughs> my dog doesn't bark. Um, while I'm on this horse, I look up into the sky and I go, Ishtaba, was there really no way for you to teleport us closer? Was this the, the deal you wanted? Was for us to get lost in the forest? Because we're not going to get your shit done if this is going to take a week and a half. The sun is still up, and you get no response. She's not answering. I'm going to cast to try to help our um, help our travels. I'm going to use Speak with Animals okay. to like ask the little woodland creatures to help us on our way. And help us avoid anything that might be bad. Okay. Like Snow White. Yes. <laughs> uh, but an asshole. <laughs> um, yeah. You cast this on yourself. Uh, and are you, which are, are you looking for any animals particularly, or just any ones that you see? Squirrels or birds, and you know, a lot of birds. A lot of birds. A lot of like colorful sparrows and small little. Avian creatures. Can I try world. to be like? Can I try to like call one over? Like, uh, hey. Uh. No, I do not sing. I'm like, hey. I got some. I got some feed. And a nice conversation. And I. You talking to me, mate? I. I. Yep. Just. Just for a minute. Has no one ever spoken to you? Did I accidentally start talking to Kirahan himself? (laughs) Um. Um. Cheap, cheap. Tweet, tweet. Wait, what the fuck? Yes. Tweet, tweet, tweet. I, I cast a spell to speak with you. Shit. What? Hello. Is it really food down there? Yeah, I have some food. Well, this is definitely. I'm wondering if it is Yeah, let's find that out. Uh, You're not gonna like string me up or cook me for I don't have much meat on me, I'm not gonna make a good We have we have food, we have this big horse if our our friend doesn't come back. We'll we'll just eat that. Don't worry about it. What kind of what kind of meat you got your treats? What what kind of food we talking? Good snacks? We have fucking like earths. Yeah, I got some nuts. I'm, I can't hear this bird. <laughs> Attaching balls to sacks. I, 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 I turn around and I say, do we, do we have like little like 
Yeah, I got some like nuts. Okay. Some, some I, seeds. I take I take like a handful of seeds and nuts and just kind of like it's, shake it's them. It's ye olde trail mix, steampunk trail mix. Yeah. What about anything? Um, anything sweet? This bird is a cocaine oh, addict. The what the? Um, what's his name from the bakery? I probably have. We did. We probably we would have packed at least. <laughs> of course, we like <laughs> saved one of the, a couple. I, I, I break off a little piece of one of the. What were they? Cinnamon sweet buns. buns. It was like sweet rolls. Yeah, yeah, rolls. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I take off a piece of the sweet roll and put it back in my and just kind of like like I got I got some I got some something sweet. Sorry, I'm not even there, and I'm over here like singing. Yeah, I'm there for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, you got what about um. Oh my god, just come here yeah. for a second. I, I don't know, it's, it's a risk, isn't it? You I've know never what? spoken to in the woods. What was supposed to. Do you, give, me, give me the whole bun. Give me the whole, give, give me the whole bun. No! Then I'm not coming over. Do you know which direction the mountains are? Do I know which way? Yeah, of course I know which way the mountains are. Do I know which way the mountains are? Like, have you never spoken to a bird before? No! Oh, great. Great. First person I speak to is somebody who's never spoken to a bird before. Yeah, give me the old bun and we'll talk. I desperately want it to be Kirahan. It's just like a, a little plump beady-eyed sparrow that like has mostly like mottled sort of dull green feathers, a little iridescent plumage at the back of the, the tail and wings. Does it have teeth? It's got a beak so far. Okay. What 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 you say to that deal then? Half of the bun. And you get the whole bun if you help me out with my second thing I was going to ask. Fuck it, I'll take it. And it just like swoops down and. Sp- Are you still on your horse? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just perches like between. On the horse's ears. Yeah. It's all popping back in. <clears throat> well, let's have it then. I'll hand over the small piece first and break off half. Animaniac style, the beak just like stretches God and like boing. God damn it! Uh oh. No teeth, but just. <laughs> oh, that was nice. So. Yeah, that'll do. That'll do. That'll do. So, what's your name? Uh. Bird. Cool. Um, do I? Well, I don't. We care. need. <laughs> we need a. We just need directions, essentially. We're, we're, we're a little bit lost, and we just want to make sure we're going in the right direction. Mountains, the, right? The, yes, the dragon spine? Yes. Dragon spine. That means... Uh, t- Telling the big two mountains with the valley in between, you know, kind of just like... You know, it's really two really tall mountains and a valley in between. Yeah, it's, it's, it's two tall mountains with a valley in between. It's kind of like a... That, yes, yes. Jump. I mean, yes, I, I mean... Boobs. Oh. It's hard to. Yes. <laughs> can you fly? We cannot. Why? Well, how can you fly? Because. Think that through, though. Not much to say. Got wings, innit? Well, do you see wings on us? I, I don't know. People hide things. You hiding half a bun there. We don't have wings. That makes it slow. Yes. How are you going to get there? We are going to use these horses and walk. Okay, you're doing that. It's the way you're going. Up. 
This has been. If you have more food, I can maybe take you. Extremely unhelpful. You can. I can't. I can't talk to Spurred. I'm shutting up. <laughs> I can, if you got. If you got more. More good things, I can. I can. I could stick around. Give me treats. <laughs> <laughs> I may not be connected to Kirahan. I, I'm like, all right, yeah. I only have this one sweep on though, and I, I did, I did want it for later, but like, well, we'll get more things and and. Yes, if I at least get one sizable big person treat a day, will be good. Big Treats that treat. are sizably different than I am would be nice. Because I don't get those in the woods. Great. Okay. Um, so how do you wanna? Do you wanna like fly up and we'll kind of like follow you, and then? How else would I do it? Y- sure. I don't know. I've we haven't I haven't done this before. Just let us know if there's any like thing we need to avoid ahead in the forest. Um, what does that mean? I don't know. Are there like? Dangerous creatures? To me or to you? To me. Don't know. Okay, but you know what that is, right? Like, something comes to mind when when I say these things. Like... A... Fox? Bigger than that. Bigger... Well, yes. Okay. Bigger than foxes, yes. A fox isn't dangerous to you. No. I would like to... I would like to live like that. I want to be where the people are. <laughs> I would like to live like that very much. Well, maybe it's there are some, things. Well, there aren't many foxes some point in this when, forest. When, when Angelo <laughs> can cast True Polymorph, <laughs> <laughs> we'll make you a real boy. All right. Okay. Okay. I'll take that. Can I have the other half the the bread now? I said that I wanted the other half. Well, you said you uh, there was something else you wanted, and you would I would get it then. What's the other thing? Just wanted to get help. I don't know. This is this has gone a lot. I'm Can we I'm over two with interactions today. Um, you want me to? I can go that way and then come back. I'll keep giving you treats. Well, you can help help us help lead us. Um, and then like if you see anything that is like suspicious, that you think might be like something we should know, like if there if there's other. Uh, like people like mm. us up ahead, uh-huh. and then then come down and, and kind of let. I only have this for ten minutes though, um, so I won't be able to speak constantly to you. I will yell. Right. <clears throat> Great. Um, if it scares me, I will come back and yell. <laughs> I love this bird. Okay. That's all I have. Yes? Good? Yes. Small piece of bread. I give him a small piece of bread. Boink! And then it just takes off, like, gone for maybe 20 seconds, comes back, sits on the top of the horse's head. Good to go. See you soon. Goes away again. I'm talking, like, every 20 seconds. This bird is gonna, like... Can you take more time? Like, you, you fly around a little bit. 
You can do your own thing. You don't have to be right here. Did you tell the bird how to do its job? Okay, we're moving, by the way. <laughs> Come on, Drew. I'll give it a go. <laughs> okay. And with this bird, like... Oh, fucking Christ. This crack addict of a bird just, like, circling around you for the rest of the day, that's where I'm going to pan down on this story. Great. <laughs> I need to stop trying to help. Angela. Mm-hmm. With that nat 20 for a total of 28 in the perception check, shortly after you just sent your last message to Terra, there are two things you pick up on, and they're both linked to just this this sort of, hu- like, not just the humidity of the air, but the humidity of the magic, the density of magic in the air. First of all, you can feel traces of lingering spell work beneath your feet. When you look down at the ground, you could, it's sort of hidden by the really thick undergrowth here, but you can see slight ridges in the ground around you that look like maybe the vestiges of a like enchantment like moment, a magic circle, a teleportation circle, something. There's some kind of spell work, engraved spell work under the forest floor or within the forest floor here. The other thing and you felt it, you initially just felt like nebulous magic pressure, but now, after the past couple minutes have gone by, of you standing in the forest here, you can feel encroaching energy coming towards you. And I say that literally just meaning like the magical energy that a living being carries with them. You can feel like, you just are aware that something or some things are coming towards you. Well, I know, bitch. I'm gonna go toward <laughs> them and follow it. So that Angelo says that to himself. <laughs> it's like, I know, bitch. <laughs> uh, what do I do? Okay. Uh, <laughs> you just you like can feel that pressure coming towards you, and you go like, all right, let's see what we go. Uh, I do. Sorry, draw my weapon just in case. Which one? The... Uh, we'll do the dagger for right now. Cool, just like brace and ready to go. Yeah. You as you move forwards through these like th- these beautiful, rich emerald, almost jungle here. Uh, you sort of are meeting that pressure in the middle, uh, and you come out from this small copse of like, you know, rich. Uh, rich flora into a slightly more terraformed portion of jungle where the trees are, are parted on either sides uh, with a like plated bronze metal almost pavement strip running up in front of you and coming down that pavement strip are three figures two of them are flanking on either side look pretty similar they are in completely head to toe in that same like white robe slash like bronze chainmail ceremonial armor all the way down to the feet running towards you like draped white hood and half cloak over the top of the shoulders with serpentine faces poking out of them and in the center is i don't know how to say it other than a very 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 large cobra with beautiful silver scales adorned with like with a lot of gilding on the scales, this bronze gilding, 
two arms, one of which is uh, carrying like a kind of a wand thing. The other is holding like a book of some sorts as they slither and run down this pathway towards you. But you emerging from the tree line onto or near the verge of the pathway sort of stops them in their tracks. It's about 30 feet between the pair of you or between you and the group of the three of them. And you can hear them, all three of them, making those strange noises. Just back and forth, back and forth, but they're still. Uh, excuse me. Fair people. This goes silent for a moment. Two hooded ones look up to the larger cobra. It moves forwards a little bit. Who are you? Uh, I'm Angelo. Uh, who are you? Grand Priest of Fate. That's pretty big. Okay, um, uh, I met some people in the woods, a different woods than this woods. Uh, Baltop? Vienna? Something like that? They gave me a navigating device, and uh, I, I tried to use it, and I appeared here. It lets go of the wand, which like fragments into these small little geometric shapes that stick around the cover of the book, which it then sends hovering behind its back as it clasps its arms behind its shoulders and slithers up towards you. Gives you a little nod. But of course, they should have foreseen such things. Your description smells as honest, and as such, would become an honored guest. A guest of what? A guest of Sepikos. Interesting. Um, and where is this? Along the path of the sun, as it sort of gestures towards the metal on which it stands, quote unquote, stands. You would be most welcome as our first distinguished visitor. Okay. Um, and if I wanted to meet back up with my friends, how would I do such a thing? Ah, indeed. It is perhaps a more complicated matter, but one we could see to. Okay. As long as you can help me. Of course. There is nothing we cannot do. Okay. I, that's a little unsettling, but uh, I, sure, if you can help me out, I would be honored to be an honored guest. 
again. <laughs> of course. Such would be the way. I must say I envy you. Your ability to see our way of life with fresh eyes. It is something I would wish to do myself. But you live... Precisely. You. Precisely. Okay. Understood. I think. Come. Okay. We will show you to our great city. You may follow. And uh, roll a new character. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna get fucking sacrificed. Uh, the large cobra turns around and sort of slivers down this bronze pathway, uh, the bronze plate road, if you will. Um, it sort of gestures towards the two attendants here, the hooded attendants, the armed attendants, who clearly acknowledge it. They give a deep bow to you, a full like. Angelo, uncomfortable, bows just <laughs> the same back. Uh, and then they f- turn and follow this cobra. Do you follow? I do. I still hold the dagger with a, a, a tight grip. Okay. Uh, as the cobra slithers, pro- again, are you keeping that 30 foot distance or are you closing it? Uh, it slithers and as it gets a little further down sort of slightly bending around the uh, the horizon of where you saw them running down this path you watch as the cobra raises their left hand and the, the bronze plates in the ground sort of hum a little bit and separate and it becomes a separated stairway leading upwards through and above the canopy Cobra looks down towards you. Welcome. As it slithers, and just as it breaches the uh, where the canopy would be, it almost like ripples through a heat haze mirage and disappears. The other two attendees do the same, leaving you on this like <clears throat> literal, like separated floating stairway in the middle of a fucking jungle. stairs, you feel that humidity intensify almost like a wave washing over you as you breach, sort of stepping on these like impossible magical stairs up, and as you breach that canopy and that humidity washes over you, it's like the sky shimmers, and almost like a mirage coming into play where the canopy and the open air should be hovering above the jungle is a like a glittering city at the center is a it's like two bronze sleek pyramids stacked on top of each other at a base with one point going up one point going down flanging from that uh, one two three four eight separate pathways of these like floating bronze little platelets stemming out in each of the directions, one from each side of the pyramid, one from each corner of the pyramid, all leading to smaller versions of that central structure with other little floating structures in between, 
all of it gilded in beautiful bronze. And from the center of this floating pyramid, the floating double pyramid right in the heart of all of it, almost as if the last, the point, the downwards facing point broke apart, there is this pulsating trunk of like veined, white, translucent gray flesh that goes down from the center of the middle pyramid and goes through the forest canopy down to the ground in what you can presume is the center of this structure. As you are welcomed. Dick tree. Dick tree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dick tree is what I wrote. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Sepikos. Let's take our 15, because I have to figure out what the fuck's going on. <laughs> uh, thanks, chat, for coming along this ride with us here. This is not where I was expecting to go today, but um, that's, what a, that's what a number of weird roles will get us. This episode's called Oops. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Let's come back I'm at uh, like just around 8.30ish. 8.30, thank you, 8.30. See you shortly. Rock and roll. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money, all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then, you can distribute your podcast to Spotify, and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take your conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like I can get a better grasp on what I prefer about podcasts in general, and then also how to specifically apply those things to my own. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app, or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. We are oh, with them, back. The camera is. Oh no! <laughs> it's just like have you ever seen those like World War Two propaganda things where it's just somebody's like face and nose over a wall being like, "What? No cheese? <laughs> what?" No? No. Great. Well, that's what that was. So, We're from America. For many of my people who... I'm, I, there's nowhere I can run with that. Nowhere, nowhere legitimate I can run with that. Because I don't think we have any uh, World War II veterans in our subscribers. <laughs> hey, hey. You never um, know. Well, chat, if you, if you also fought and survived World War II, I would love to hear about it. Join um, our Discord. But yeah, yeah, that, we'll, we'll open the channel for you. If any of you happen to be that, I will make a channel for you to tell us about that. Um, I love to hear it. But, but without any further ado, let's jump back into this mess of a session. <laughs> um, I'm going to stick with 
you, Angelo, for a moment, just because we spent a little longer on on birding out over here back in back in the woods. I'm gonna eat this off screen. Then. <laughs> I mean, you can feel free to eat it. He's away. gonna go to the green room. <laughs> I just I feel so. Okay, <laughs> um, so you are this glittering, uh, floating mirage of a city stands before you, uh, and even as you're sort of ascending these floating stairs towards it, towards that continuing bronze pathway that leads to this strange metropolis. You can see from here, there are like serpent folk of all shapes and sizes, and I mean all shapes and sizes, uh, just moving about their business throughout the periphery of this city. Um, there seems to be some kind of a larger hubbub happening nearer the center of it. Um, but your three initial uh, greeters, the, that, that Grand Priest and the two attendants here, are still marching, sliding, slithering right ahead of you, moving down this path. <clears throat> you gonna follow him? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they slow for a little, um, seemingly at the behest of this, of the, of the Grand Priest, and they sort of wait for you kind of to catch up with them. Uh, at which point the Grand Priest kind of like sort of coils around you a little bit almost as if they if they had uh, if they were more human statured they would like throw their arm around you but they're a little bigger than that so they're just sort of like getting around to your level sort of enveloping you in their presence as they sort of walk and slide along with you do you like what you see? Mm. <laughs> and you're referring to you or the scenery? I would accept as an answer. Sure. Hmm. I... This is new. It's intriguing, really. But I do have... I do have somewhere to be. And I really would love to take in all of this beautiful architecture and all of you beautiful whatever you are. Um, <clears throat> you seem disappointed. I'm not disappointed in any way. I just I feel like I feel a bit of anxiety leaving my friends. But we could arrange to have some brought here. Well, they didn't want to come yet. I don't recall asking if they wanted to. Well, I asked them to join me using the navigator, but they said they were more pressing matters. Mm. And uh, so I told them that I would meet them. Perhaps that simply determines your level of destined intellect. Perhaps you are more prescient than those whom you have traveled with before. It would seem you were destined to arrive here. I wouldn't... I'm sure, I guess, um, when you do things without... You know, when you think before you act. Kind of just... Indeed. You are like our... What is the best way to say it? Is my common... Acceptable to you, first of all? It is. I easily understood. This is good. We have not had much practice. Not practically. It is more 
theoretical. The way we will call it for you, you describe act without thinking. It is what our circle of the skin they practice. Circle of the skin. We are, ah, and he sort of kind of like ushers you and hurries you down this main thoroughfare to get a little further into the auspices of this metropolis. He gestures out towards you as you can start to see people on the outskirts, even as they're moving from like floating pyramid hut to roadway to wherever, doing whatever they're doing, sort of looking your way a little bit. Um, this priest gestures towards the like eight pronged pathways and slightly smaller building or the, the sub buildings at the end of each pathway. We are divided, you see, at birth. When we are hatched, we are given a task based on our own destined paths. One of these, and it points to the one in, in the, at like 11 o'clock, they are proctors of evolution. They are those who determine how the physical world reacts to our instinct. Not sinkers of the mind, but sinkers of the body and of the spirit. And what you describe in your process in arriving here sounds quite similar. Perhaps we should usher you there before we decide whether or not you want to live. Well, sure. Be willing to take a little trip. I am sure you'll be lavished with attention as you pass through our city here. Would you like me to guide you, or would you like to take the, uh, how do you say, the more scenic Yes. Uh, yeah. I would enjoy your guidance. I feel I would be better off with someone who's familiar. two attendants again to you and not the grand priest give like a kneeling bow uh, and they dash down the main pathway ahead of you come I will demonstrate what we have as he moves you down the center pathway here is the venom exchange it is how we decide amongst ourselves what is to be done The circle of the skin, as I said. Right. Behind our grand temple, labor the stormhood. Stormhood. They seek perfection through magic. Our shed cloaks, the ones who do the work and predetermine what must be unseen, keeping the balance between life, death, and secret. It is a, a necessary Eden, perhaps. Okay. The Sun Song Syndicate, working closely with the Venom Exchange. All important to how we do everything, our clutch craft, the builders, the makers. They keep us, they keep us up. 
and then beneath us somewhere the pesky land type. Perhaps they believe the island is more important than we are. A part of our society, but not one I have. singing, the wind's not blowing, the hum of the magic holding these structures up. Still. Uh, who did this? Hello? You feel a little on your shoulder. Turn around. Just right as you've like walked or slithered with with this Grand Priest up through the main thoroughfare towards the circular pathway that surrounds uh, the center temple where all the different branching pathways come up from. Where there wasn't anything on the pathway directly behind you, there now is this shitty little trundling wooden wagon. And it is covered in cloth and hung with a bunch of like glass baubles and bottles filled with like nasty looking liquid some glowing some not <laughs> and standing right in front of the car clearly having just tapped you on the shoulder hunched over is this repulsive looking half elf man wispy grey hair like pointed ears one of them with a notch in them some like rusted earrings grab dre like traveller's wear almost looks like a, like ratty prison garment an, like a, a crook this wooden little pole used to stand are you interested in buying any of my wares uh sorry where did you come from with what do you not see I have always been here I was right here when you walked in now please, peruse my fine potions and beverages, pulses, and waxes. Okay, uh, sure. I will look around. Yeah. Uh, just looking in general, we're looking for any particular? <clears throat> just in general for right now, I don't yeah. have any. They look old, right? And if you're looking at things that look like health potions, instead of the glittering, like, sort of shimmering red liquid. These are like clotted blood. Um, like chunky as well. Things that look like potions of haste. These like lightning crackling liquids are little vials of swirling like puce looking liquid with things moving in them. Um, a couple interesting looking things. Uh, there is what looks to be a small uh, like stone tablet wrapped in cloth. Uh, with like, a wax seal on it. There is a uh, something that looks like a potion maker's kit all bundled up in a, a like a leather satchel. A few little interesting items, but um, for the most part it's all kind of grungy. Uh, this stuff looks 
less than okay. Do you insult my wares, Trevor? No, I just mean to say that I don't think you've sold in quite a while. Perhaps. Perhaps not. Uh, well, all that aside, do you have anything that may help me reach my friends? Your friends, Trevor? Yes. Two of them, I say. Is it being said? Yeah, don't worry. Keep going. Do you perhaps happen to travel with two friends? Yes. Have we met before, Travel? That is indeed what happened. I'm not sure. What, what, what are you called? If it perhaps is of import to you, what names people carry, what kind vendors of wares and unctuous goods they go by, then you are free at your best to call me Halifax. And... Okay, so... Halifax. You don't perchance have a horse, do you? <laughs> I... An unusual Actually, there is one I do see in my dreams at times. One that visits and speaks to me. It's a winged horse. It gets way too close to you, <laughs> like right up in your personal space. And he smells so rancid. Like sea salt help and like piss really like this <laughs> awful conglomeration oh yes you dreamed of him yeah I, I figure most people do when they sleep you dream of I see a three eyed man with blue skin sometimes and I see a winged horse That's what I thought. Are you the horse? <laughs> Sometimes, perhaps, but not your horse. Okay. I would not stress on it, traveler. There's someone else doing that for you, I think. Okay. So back to what I need. Is there a way that you can help me? Perhaps, perhaps not, of all things. If I was in the helping mood, would you be? Yeah. I'm always willing to do a trade of services. A trade of services. You aren't by chance. Heading to the mountains, are you? Yes, yes, that is exactly where I intend to go. The Dragon Spine Mountains? Yes, those very mountains. Yes. 
Well, if you were to be returned to your power by the dragon's fine margin, perhaps we could strike some sort of an agreement. And what is this agreement? You see, there is something... Something I want. Okay. Something that I have not been able to acquire in some time. And perhaps, while you are up there, you might retrieve it for me. Alright, tell me what it is and I can do that. It is a stone. A carved stone. You'll know it when you see it. Okay. And we will converse more once you approach. And I'm assuming something like this will happen again when... Oh, no, not quite, not quite. I will leave you a, a writ of agreement, should you agree to such a deal. For I think I could see my way clear to returning you to your, your path. Not that I don't appreciate your presence in this place. I, I do appreciate your hospitality, and I actually would love to return, but there are more pressing matters. Of course, of course, Trapper, there are always pressing matters. And perhaps by the time you return, you'll be more inclined to take a better look at some of my wares. Perhaps even imbibe, impart from you. Would that seem pleasing? Well, do I have your word, then, that you will agree to be called upon once your task at the mountains is finished for You will reach a secondary stage by the upon the accurate return of your two travels. Then I may ask you, and he sort of lets go of the, the cane, which just isn't there anymore. Uh, would you give me your hand, traveller? Does he sit on this one? Other way. puts his mouth around your hand like, in all the way to the to the wrist and you feel like a fever heat rise up your body this whine this like as if a grenade had just gone off by your head this high pitched whine and the sky tilts red white and black and everything goes dark we'll come back to that okay. in a bit Feels weird. They didn't even touch anything. You're dead. <laughs> uh, the power of the mind. <laughs> to my two forest, forest goes. Nobody better be sucking on my fingers. <laughs> uh, 
Describe the day for me. Have you just been like following this dumb crackhead bird? <laughs> I mean, essentially, like I don't think there's there's not something to do other than that, right? No, I think while we're going, I read my smut aloud to Ignis. <laughs> <laughs> and I do voices. Oh sure, uh-huh. sure, sure. Uh, At first, I, I listen begrudgingly. But then, like, by the by the end of the, like, later in the day, you get, like, when you're at a part where it's a little bit more, like, dramatic, I'm, like, listening very intently. It's like yeah. a really, the, the plot gets incredibly soapy yeah. midway through. I mean, There's, it's one of those things where it's just, like, if you just, if you keep watching yeah. at some point, your brain just... Your brain just latches on to it whatever it to. can, yeah, yeah. because like it, it, it's it, the only it thing it can. Yeah, yeah. It's like at like, this point, it's like it's just like it. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, so how far along do you think you are in this book? Um, I would say about a little over halfway. A little. Oh yeah. A okay. little over halfway. Perfect. So you're basically you're deep in what is effectively a tryst with the main character's brother because am, am I crazy was this about the it was the something in the succubus was it not I don't I did not write well, it down I'll find out if, if it wasn't that's what it is it is now um, it's like the effectively like the dragon the, the dragonkin soldier and the, and the succubus yeah and it's, it's the first in the series um, it has become clear A the succubus initially summoned to alleviate the weary woes of being a hardened soldier and mercenary uh-huh. uh, ha- is now catching feelings. But they're also being summoned by the soldier's brother who doesn't know that the soldier has initially summoned it. So the, the succubus is being pulled in two directions. It's love or duty on all sides. And it's always, there is never not a steamy, sexy scene happening. It is one to another to another. It is the epitome of I watch porn for the story, right? Like it's, that is exactly where it's at. And every single situation that you can possibly think of being like in the book, like they go to the shop at one point, somebody is getting blown, right? Blown or, or, or brought to climax in some way. Like it is just absurd. Excellent. But the plot, like the cocks, oh only thicken. <laughs> um, oh my god, I hate it. And by the end of day one, mm-hmm. uh, it's seeming like the succubus might actually end up choosing duty over love. <gasps> middle of the book. Wait, is this essentially like Moulin Rouge? Because now it's Moulin Rouge in my mind. <laughs> it's, it's Moulin Rouge with infernal contracts. Yes. It's, yeah, basically. Oh my god. Um, Satine. Uh, oh my god, I kind of love it. You can tell it. I'm kind of weirdly here for this. Somebody needs to write this. I'm trying to think of like a catchy name, but I'll get there. Um, at least throughout day one, this bird has effectively scared you away from danger. There have only been a couple moments where it's come back and landed on a horse and been like. And then we'll fly slightly off in a different direction and like hover there. Fall. Until it, kind of like, yeah. Of course, correct. Come on, Drew. Um, literally, every time you stop on the horses, this Drew the horse just 
goes down the grass. <laughs> well, less out of actually eating it, more just out of habit. Drew loves right. grass. Yeah, Drew does love grass. I don't know if that's a euphemism. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel weirdly connected to that in some way. Uh, night one. Angelo has not returned. I send a message to Angelo. Sending? Mm-hmm. Angelo, please tell me you're alive and where you are and when you're coming back. Uh, initially, there is not the instantaneous reply. Mm-hmm. But words appear in the book. My wares are many and plentiful. What's thou like taste? I look at my. Are book. you reading the smut book? And then I look at the smut book and I just I was to writing, make sure. I was writing in the wrong. I was like, am I writing in the right book? My wares are many and plentiful. A book that the enchantment is that you can sex with it. It's choose your own adventure, but sexting. Yeah, like you just I write things in the book and it just like hate it. That's an. In- I feel like that would if that in the magical world that would sell like hotcakes. Just a simple enchantment that just like responds in, in smutty ways. Yeah. Um, I shake Ignis awake. Ignis. What? I just messaged Angelo. Okay. And he said, My wares are many and plentiful. Would you like a taste? That doesn't sound like Angelo, does it? I have not been reading smut to Angelo. He's too young. I okay. I don't know how sending works. This is how would it not be Angela? I I don't know. Well, at least it isn't help, help, I'm dying, help. So That's true. Maybe he's okay. Okay. Um I write back a taste of what? My wares, my <laughs> A taste. Of Again, existence. there's a little too long of a break uh-huh. before the response comes. Whatever that is, Irist. I have it in my store. What dost thou find thou needst? Put Angelo. Right, Angelo. Angelo. Emethios. <laughs> it's not some other random yeah. animal. <laughs> Hello, it's a me. It's a me. Angelo. What the fuck am I doing here? How can um, I help? <laughs> and that's how we bring in our guest. Yeah. Uh, oh no, I do not have spells. There is a brief. I am sleepy plum. Scratching before a word, like this little like symbol. It's like a. a like pointed sloped circle it's like a circle of a crossbred with a triangle with a little line down the middle of it mm-hmm. um, and then beneath that what are thou willing to give My belief in whatever entity you are. Bring him back 
become a bitch? I don't know. I can't make another deal. Good thing Ignis is not writing in this book. I know. (laughs) I'm just tired. Um, I want to go to bed. um, (laughs) It's been a long day. uh, I've been dealing with this crazy fucking bird. (laughs) The bird, now that you've stopped, the bird is just like literally like not leaving you alone. Just... of one of the god killers. There is a long pause. Wouldst thou give thine word? The word is capitalized. Do it. Well, I've already made one deal. At least this is less, like, important. The one's about your kid. This one's about... Some eyeballs? An eyeball and Angela. <laughs> so. It all comes back to Angela's balls. Uh, I mean, they're in Drew's sack, so yes. you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> uh, yes. If you give yours. Quite quickly, the response comes. My word is thine. Lay thy weary head to west. To west. <laughs> Lay thy weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. I was about to say. Goo, 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 goo. And I shall provide thee with my wares. Uh, the, this person who is definitely not Angelo says that we should go to sleep. Yes. Great. I'm already asleep. <laughs> okay. You you say that, but this bird is is definitely like giving you a little toes a peck every five or so minutes for treats. Speak of animals again until after a long rest. So, can you, I, <laughs> I, like I look at look. it like, can you understand me? Relax. Can I pull out the animal handling check or something? Just like knock it out. Like, like just like <laughs> chill. Oh, and I throw like a little thing. Sweet bread left. You <laughs> ate the <laughs> fucking sweet bread. <laughs> it just doesn't have object permanence whatsoever. <laughs> you ate it. Uh, Which one of you guys ate my lollipop? You give it like a piece of like what, like whatever the nut part of the ration is. Yeah. Um, you give it your nut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you give it your seed. Um, <laughs> oh my god! I'm so glad we did that phrasing emoji. <laughs> Uh, and it like it starts to like go for this little thing, go, like it goes to like expand its mouth, but it stops and just does it really slowly. Yeah. Yep. Good. We're gonna we're gonna sleep right now. You <coughs> sleep, right? I think you sleep. You're simply a bird, unless you're a deity. Bless <laughs> 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 you. Squints it really hard. Insight. 
It's a bug. Or 19, bird. actually. 19? As far as you're aware. It's a bird. It's, it's a bird. Tiny. It's absolutely a bird. This is more of a joke. Um, <laughs> are you, like, lying down? Yeah. Know it? So it sort of stands there for a moment and then hops over and just, like, nestles into whatever loose folds of clothing you've got. And just... That's cute. This is okay. I like slip like carefully just like pat it on its head. Oh. And I go to sleep. And it just knocked out. Gold. Thank, thank fucking Christ. I go back to reading my smut. <laughs> my hand slowly curls around it. <laughs> so just, are you actually? Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to be sure. But the rap, it's short. Um, the rap. Okay. Ignis, I'll yeah. tell you what happens in the book so you'll be caught up tomorrow. Good night. Uh, you're sitting there in this little like makeshift camp, sort of just like on, in the trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and as you're reading this smut, it goes from this chapter where uh, the the main character soldier has like rushed into the barracks uh, to try and find his brother, mm-hmm. who he's, fig- he's figuring out is like dealing with the succubus. Uh, and it turns out that the entire barracks is having some kind of a large orgy. And it's in the middle of going into great detail about this like soldier, like mercenary troop orgy. And you turn the page, and it's like the author starts writing a different story mid-sentence. It's, you know, something absolutely ridiculous and obscene, and the clouds began to part once twilight fell. The shining comet from far afield drifted through the twilight skies, uh, falling listlessly to to its eventual catastrophe. However... On shining wings and silent hooves, its course was changed. And it starts going on in great, like, Dickensian detail uh-huh. about this event when this meteorite was careening to some surface and its course was averted by an aerial rider. And how, when this great shining celestial light crashed, into the surface of the water new life sprung from the melding of the heat and the steam and the cosmos and the water itself um and as this like language this excessively flowery prose just waxes on and on and on you feel a sensation you haven't felt in a very long time your eyes begin to get heavy. And no matter how hard you try and keep them open, they just won't stay open. You can't stay awake and you fall almost into the book and you spiral until you are seated in your house. It is pristine, just as it was like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. You're in your whatever the, your kitchen setup was, and at the other end of your table, 
staring right back at you is Stella and Inez. Just seated at the table as the air just gets stale. Ishtava? Inez? And I like grab Stella and try to like... Every time you touch her, more parts of her skin just like melt away like hot wax, revealing this smooth, cool, silvery skeletal structure underneath. Tilts her head towards you as like one eye socket melts away, revealing like trickling green light from underneath. Mom? spills from her mouth and her head and it catches the table and the curtains and all of the kitchen goes up in this languid Icarus green flame that spreads throughout the house. It is blistering and freezing all at once and you've just got this vestigial almost spectre of Stella where she was sitting engulfed in this fire Inej is gone, removed in that dreamlike way where things were and then aren't, and the flames are and then aren't, as everything is gone except for the glittering hot topic black cosmos as this hooded figure looms large above everything. And it's with that visage leering down at you that you feel yourself fall again. And the sun has risen. And the forest has shifted. You can see light not only coming in from the east, but bleeding in more thoroughly almost in front of you northwards as the tree line looks much thinner and the air is much cooler. And if you squint, Past the tree line, perhaps you can see some slate-colored stone rising against the horizon past the trees. And next to you, there are either horses somewhere. There is your sister, bird and all, and starfished on the ground 
next to Ignis is Angela. The dawn breaks, and the pair of you rise. You finding yourself in a forest not quite like the one you fell asleep in, and you, a little discombobulated jet-lagged. Oh, goodness. Are you okay? Oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. It's just, um... What happened? I just had a bad dream. I just had a bad dream, that's all. <laughs> Hi. The fuck were you? Well, I, I know I'm glad to be back. Um, I... That was on an island somewhere. That was hovering... jungle um and there were the snake people we met in the forest uh remember how they told us we could get to them with that device well that's where i went uh and i met uh a weird old half elf who stopped time and told me it was called halifax and i just this faint feeling that I remember that name. It, it's of some importance. Uh, my father has spoken about it before, but I just... <clears throat> I don't know. But, either way, I had him bring me back. You had him bring you back? But was that the same thing as we... what you were doing last night with the book? Because I was talking to somebody who was supposed to be you, but wasn't you, and I brought, I made a deal to bring you back. I also made a deal to come back. Oh. As you look at each other, you can each feel like a weird... When, specifically when you guys lock eyes, you can feel like a strange little vibration. It's like somebody whacked a tuning fork somewhere inside your sternum, and that vibration resonates and carries down each of your left arms, where it coalesces on the back side of your left hand. And when each of you look there, there is a symbol. It is a circle, almost serpentine eye, like just this green circle with a slitted pupil down the middle of it, with a point at the top and two points on either side. And unlike a tattoo, it seems to linger on a surface above your skin. When you flex your hand or move it or pull at your skin, the symbol doesn't move at all. It remains perfectly still and static. Seemingly this person double-dipped. Or entity, I guess. You're back, and that's good. Uh, we should keep moving. Uh, the smut book got really weird, uh, so I'll have to read those chapters to you because I don't think I can explain them. <laughs> okay. Let's pack up camp. Are we? Where are we? Closer to <clears throat> our destination. I hate, I lift up the the bird. Just, just. Out to lunch, just slumbered, slept. 
curled up. Is it dead? You can see. I mean, it's. Okay, dead. it's breathing. Okay. Good morning. What the? What is that? It's a bird. Are you? Why do you have a bird? Wake up. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Hey, Jeffrey. Barnabas? I don't know. Yep. Barnabas? Yep. Okay. Yep. Hi. Yep. And it, like, like looks around, flutters out, does a loop around you guys, shoots up towards the tree line. You hear it, like, not too far in the distance. It's still almost visible. It flutters back to you, sort of hops around, like jumps from shoulder to shoulder to shoulder of all three of you, then darts ahead, darts back, and just like lands on your pack, wherever you've been getting the rations from. That seems like it's a good sign. I give it a, I give it a treat. Not him! <laughs> all right, we, we have our heading. To resettle up. And while we're packing up, I pull Terra aside. You okay? Um, I fell asleep, which was weird. I I clocked that. And it was just. Um, also, no one was keeping watch, so smooth. Well, at least I didn't get us lost. That's um, I was just back in the house, and Stella and Inez were there. <clears throat> I'm just worried that Stella is... I'm worried that Stella's like them, because in the dream... I tried to touch her, and she turned into a and then she started fire, and it was probably just stress and and bad dream and how did it end? First off, I'm, I'm sorry. Dreams suck. Yeah, uh huh. Um, I don't think that. I don't know. I guess look at it this way. Either it is a. It is simply a dream in which you can't take any specific thing to mean any specific thing, and it is all just. 
dream stuff mm-hmm. or it is some it was like a like a vision or something like imposed by I don't know either Ishava or, or and in that scenario there's no way to trust at all what you're seeing so I I think either way you either way you look at it it's it's just a dream yeah I'm just playing the what if game now so I'm like I'm thinking about all the Stella is alive, like Vindictus said. And if Stella isn't alive in the way that we knew her, like Ishtava said, then we'll fix it. if she is not dead and like completely gone then that means that in some way we can find her and then we can fix it we'll fix it Taking the um, the navigator device from your horse, or are you keeping it there? I take it from Angelo, and I keep it. I, you don't have to do that. I I figured out why I did what I did. Uh huh. And I know not to do it again unless we need to. And furthermore, I've learned that I should investigate something before turning it on. The smart book teaches the same thing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Um, okay. So carefully pocketing that again, you guys set out. I opened my smart book to before I read. Chapter 12. So like right at the beginning of the, the, of the, of the, of the origin. mercenary origin? Yes, at the yeah. beginning of the origin. Yeah. I, I just picture the... We are men. You must be swift yeah. as a course. Yeah, it's like that, but they're all just like going to the pros, <laughs> absolutely going for it. Um, uh, as one should as an orange you would hope. And as you start reading it out loud, there's one person that's it, a little shy, half-assed. It, you know, as you turn the page, as it goes from like you know, the orgy. Uh, instead of it turning into this strange story about a comet, it actually is revealed that most of the mercenaries are actually all uh, shapeshifters. Uh, so it was a it was a stunt 
put on oh. by the succubus to distract attention. What? Huh, that's weird. When I read this last night, this wasn't what I read. What are you reading? It's a, it's literature. Okay. It's a story. It's high art. It's high, <laughs> high art. It's a, it's a story about love. I like, I like, I like romance you, novels. You like love stories? Yeah, love stories are great. Okay. Were you intentionally quoting Moulin Rouge just there? No. Because that was like for Moulin. It's a story about love. Most of all, a woman. Uh, and most of all, a succubus. Okay. You're um, sort of trying to like find the best way to describe this story as you're trundling across, and you actually reach this tree line. The trees have been very sparse anyway, much less dense than they were. And as you breach the area of the, of the thicket of trees, what you can imagine is some northern edge of the Calation Grove, or maybe, can't be the Heartwild, given how far north those go. But as you break through the tree line here, it opens up into this rocky, like, sort of scrubby field. Little tufts of grass here and there, very unkempt, very like long and waving in the wind, along with this sort of otherwise fairly barren chunks of earth that stretch up and northwards and veer upwards a little bit as on the horizon, tearing across the skyline up from the north, wending all the way over to the east, farther than you can see, are these unimaginable mountains just brilliant some of the largest ones capped with snow the most massive of all the mountains sort of a little off center uh glittering with with in the light somehow in a way that the others aren't and further south than that one these beautiful two twin spires these spikes of stone reaching up towards the sky then coming back down and meeting somewhere below the edge of the, the lip of the ridge that you can see uh, as the vastness of the Dragonspine Mountains lie on the edge of your vision but between them and the field that stretches before you at the sloping base of some of the mountains a great roadway carves its way through and down and sloping somewhere across the field but spanning the middle of this field is a fairly sizable, clearly temporary military encampment. Just like in the smut book. Stories do come true. It's a good ways ahead of you, but it spans the bulk of the field. Um, these wooden stakes set up all along the rounds, capped with metal at the top of the stake, and patrolling the walls as much as you can see from how far away you are, are figures clad in like brilliant iridescent armor with all sorts of scaled bodies inhabiting these armors. And I'm not talking white serpentine scales, I'm talking iridescent reds, whites, greens, blacks, blues, some winged, some tailed, some cloaked, you see an encampment 
patrolled by dragonkin and periodically behind the wall some great winged beast will take flight and land somewhere else another smaller one will do the same and on this side of the wall in little encampments all along the military installation here are clearly camps of travelers and otherwise who somehow are not being let and as you stand on this end of the tree line and the, your goal, the mountains, are all the way on the horizon across this stretch, this is where we'll take our weekly break and come back next week for session episode five. And as we wind down tonight, it's important to, to note that next episode, we, uh, we aren't going to be just the four of us. Are we? No. What's the best way to put this, gang? I'm pregnant. <laughs> it's called the, uh, you know how we have the British invasion? Yeah. It's the Minshew invasion. The Minshew invasion. The invasion. Idaho invasion. The Eagle invasion. Idaho invasion. The potato invasion. The potato invasion. invasion. The opposite of the potato invasion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? Woody will be back. <gasps> Who none of us know? Woody? Who's that dude? But more importantly, our youngest brother, Miles, will be playing with us Woo! this coming Monday. So we'll be back at five players. Yeah. For yeah. the first time in many a month. Miles, as, many Miles a month. as a guest. Yes. Woody as a. He's back for good. So. We're not letting him leave. A returning. Yeah. It so. sounds like a, a really shitty title, but like a player character gets called in like an MMO. Yeah. Right? <laughs> return it. The return it. Return it. Traveling <laughs> to the peaks. And if you thought Woody was chaotic, wait till Miles plays D D. Oh, oh, this is exciting. Oh my god, and I've set up an entire military encampment for you guys to like romp through. <laughs> the or... last <laughs> The last character <laughs> he played that I remember, he named it Cheese, but it was spelled phonetically. So it was like T T S like all the IPA. I hate it. I hate Absolutely. it. So, Great. We'll see. We're working on a more Great. more um in-depth character. That's just that. dandy. A bit more grounded. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely dandy. Jeez. Um <laughs> like from Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends? I don't know. Oh, I've seen it. Oh my God. Um, Teeth. <laughs> <Alex> <laughs> This is going to be quite the session next week. Thank you guys for a fabulous, yeah. uh, windy session today. Fucking hell yeah. This Thank was a, you, Will. a nuts one. Yeah. Um, and it's only going to get crazier from here. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, uh, as far as you guys are concerned, enjoy the rest of your weeks. Have a lovely time. Uh, if you haven't celebrated it before this point, happy belated Mother's Day. Go tell a mother or maternal figure in your life how much they mean to you, appreciate them, uh, and appreciate yourselves. Have a grand old time. Mm -hmm. uh, and stick with us for a few more moments while we uh, blow our, our, our horns and set, let loose the, uh, the sails for our raid. Yeet! Pillage somebody else's stream for and us. And I'll uh, see y'all on Sunday over at Legends of Talos if you want to come. Be excellent to each other. Yeah. And party Can you do on. it? Can you do it? For real? Be Excellent to Not the pose. Not the pose. Hurry on, dudes! If you kill Ignis, that's what you're getting. I, I, 
I think I'd sooner blow the planet up. <laughs> I think I'd sooner have law. Have I told you about my, my yeah, of, college of eloquence? That was what you were threatening Woody with yes. in the home campaign. And like, I yeah. still, and you know what? Kill me a second time and we'll, we'll play ball. Huh? Oh, God. Uh, who are we pillaging? Looks like we're going to L2S Entertainment. Oh, yeah, L2S Entertainment. They're lovely. Heck yeah. Time to pillage the village. Uh, thank you guys so much, and I will see you back here at this table a week from now. Yeet! Yeet, yeet! Skirt, skirt! Thanks for listening. Bards of New York streams on Twitch every Monday at 6.30pm Eastern Standard Time. And, if you have the means, you can donate to the show through Twitch or through the link in the podcast description. Any and all donations go directly into making the show as high quality as possible, and we appreciate any support you can provide, even if it's just a listen. Thank you so much. We love you. See you soon.